0: Welcome to MCU Diving Deep. This is the Fatwiss Episode 2 Deep Recap. So, this is still my favorite project in the last two, by far. I, I don't know. WandaVision never hit this this level for me. What are, what do you think?
1: I think that I was uh I like this level of excitement for WandaVision. But as far as things just playing out and and stuff, yeah, I, I think that this is this is hitting more for me.
0: Yeah, me too. Um you know we said we didn't have any news, but I did see um there there's been some toy leaks. You know, I don't know if you I don't collect the Marvel Legends or anything like that, but they're really cool. So I like to watch mm. which ones come out. Um, but I love that they have like each run or whatever of them. They do five figures and each figure comes with a part of the, yeah. the sixth guy, which is pretty yeah. funny. But this one, the sixth guy is the uh, uh, Captain America Falcon, where he's got the bl- red, white, and blue wings and stuff like that. And so each oh, yeah, yeah. each piece of him, you get like a giant part of his wing. So that's kind of funny.
1: So are they? Uh, are the this collection of toys? Are they like these characters? Yeah. So I'm. I guess
0: Marvel Legends just covers everything because there's versions of. I mean, like in regards to the Spider-Man Marvel Legends toys, there's into um, the Spider Verse or whatever versions of the of the characters, and then there's also. You know, probably a regular Miles Morales or something from the Ultimate. So I don't know. I don't think that they stick to it. And like when the movies come out and these toys come out, people look at them for spoilers and things like that. But also, there are a lot of non canon toys. So, um, one that brings to mind um
1: Stiltman. That's a Spider Man bad guy, right? <laughs> uh, he's, yeah, just like a small time for, for everybody in New York. Like, <laughs>
0: I think, I think this was the Into the Spider-Verse um, uh, line of toys, but it came with Stilt Man. Maybe not. Because basically what, what they did was they did like four superheroes. They did like a Hydra agent. And then with that Hydra agent, I mean, with each of the toys, there was a piece of Stilt Man, but the Hydra agent had extra legs. So if you bought like 50 Hydra agents, you could have a giant stilt man and his legs would like <laughs> be super long. But I don't know. That stuff's really cool. Um, so th- like a lot happened in this episode. And I, I, I don't know. This is probably my single favorite episode of anything that uh, Disney's done so far. Since Avengers. Yes. Agreed. <laughs> so where did, where to even begin so the beginning let's start there
1: oh we never start at the beginning okay Should we start at the
0: end no let's do the beginning <laughs>
1: yeah. let's jump around a lot
0: so i thought it was really really there were some parts that that felt kind of shoehorned in um there didn't really seem to be any reason that Bucky was able to just walk onto a military base. I mean, I get it. He was pardoned, but he uh, basically jumps up to Falcon and says, why'd you give up the shield? Right. He hops on an airplane with Falcon and like flies into active duty. That
1: seemed pretty incredible to me. Um, Well, yeah, but I mean, that goes along with kind of what I was saying in the last episode is yeah, he's pardoned. I think he still has some, you know, some leeway, I, I'll say, where he is kind of still working with government. So, yeah.
0: Um you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, and I'm surprised, honestly, that the government doesn't snatch him up and just say, like, hey, you want to walk free? You need to
1: work yeah, with the, the American
0: government. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah it was cool when he jumps out of the plane and tries to do the Captain America thing and like gets all hurt, you know? Right. And I love, I don't know, like there's just so much more, not, not in this episode as much for Bucky, I think, but Falcon has like a lot more of a personality and he's like funny and entertaining to to watch.
1: I, I thought that I thought both of them, you know, with the first episode for sure. Like, it makes you appreciate them more because they have actual personalities now and stuff. But even with this one, yeah, Sam gets, gets a lot of, uh, time to shine, but I, I think Bucky does too. Yeah. uh, So.
0: Yeah. I, I guess that, you know, that moment where they're in therapy, uh, yeah. Like you just get the, a brief moment of like emotion from Bucky, which is super good. Mm hmm. That was another moment, honestly, where I'm just, I, you know, they pull Falcon into that meeting, and I'm just like, what? Why? <laughs> yeah.
1: Brittany and I had the same conversation earlier. <laughs> She's like, I don't understand why they did that. And yeah. I, like I, ah, I get it. <laughs> it, it's like his only actual tie to people that are alive now. Yeah. So. But and
0: and why did Falcon go in there? Like. He doesn't work for the government. He doesn't have to go to therapy. That's that's fair.
1: I don't. I don't know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hearing your and her points, <laughs> yes, I, I can see where it feels a little shoehorned now. But I guess I didn't really question it before. Yeah.
0: It it. I don't know. I love the the back and forth between them, so I'm not complaining. But right, right. Um. They really like put a lot of focus on. Is it Carly Morgenthau? Who is the the flag smasher? Yep, yep. I thought for sure that they would, you know, in that last episode, Torres says, here's the leader, and it's the guy who kicked my butt. Mm-hmm. So I really thought that they would push that a little bit further, but they dropped that pretty much immediately. And Yeah, and it seems kind like of her yeah. showing her
1: as being prominent.
0: And- yeah, it seems like she's gonna be a sympathetic bad guy too, which is good. Like we need the, the time of like the crappy Marvel one-shot bad guys is, seems to be over because we haven't had really any in a long time.
1: Yeah. Okay, so are we going to dig into her here?
0: Yeah, let's do it. Let's Let's go in now.
1: Okay, so you had talked about how last week you talked about how uh, her character is, you know, Flag Smasher in the comics is a, is a singular dude. It's not mm-hmm. a group of people. And uh, so I don't know. I I don't know how they're gonna have her be a sympathetic character at the end of things, necessarily. Like yeah, like I, I get it. Watching this episode where, so she gets the the text message, the uh, you know threatening text message saying that you stole my stuff, so I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which you know is we don't know who sent that. Um. So, it, I, I I mean go away. She, um, she, she killed she killed Red Wing it's, it's all over yeah, now like, they, <laughs> you toast let, lady
0: let's talk about that because that was really glossed over I had to go back because I didn't even see it I, I heard Bucky say sorry about Red Wing and I was like wait what what happened to Red Wing mm-hmm. but they did not dwell on Red Wing at all like they didn't show Sam upset about it or
1: yeah, well, I mean, it's just a drone. I'm sure he has several. Um Do you
0: think he has another one? Cuz another thing that I think we didn't talk about in the last episode was that um the in the comics Falcon is like Captain America's like tech buddy, like he takes care of all the tech stuff. So they mm-hmm. kind of like showed Falcon he makes that comment like every time the government Tinkers with Red Wing, he gets all glitchy and right. I don't know. It's kind of cool to
1: see that side of him too. Um well it, it, did he make it or did Stark make it? Because he doesn't have it that's in, true. in uh, Falcon Water soldier, We're yeah. A soldier. Yeah. He only has it in Civil War. That's the first time that they show him. So,
0: so I would have thought um, because you know, there's the comment in Civil War, no, Ultron where he says, I just pay for everything and make everybody look cool. But I think Mm -hmm. there's another comment somewhere between then and maybe civil war where he says he actually like makes all of their equipment or something like that. Like, I think he says something even about Hawkeye even, but, um, I, I would have thought that it was Stark tech, but John Walker in the episode says it's it's government property so we can track it if we want to. So I was surprised by that. Honestly.
1: Yeah, but I mean, that's what also pushes me back towards it, because Dark signed the Accords, Mm -hmm. Avengers tech, like... That's true. Makes sense. Yeah. um, I hope not. I mean, obviously, I hope... If only they went the comic route and made him a real bird. So that's what I was just going to say. Maybe now that
0: Red Wing is dead, (laughs) they bring in a real Falcon. (laughs) They train a real Falcon. (laughs) <laughs> and I'll dye it red so that it's so back to the the bad guys, like I I forgot that they killed Red Wing, but they seem like pretty obvious, clear terrorists. And their masks don't really invite a lot of sympathy. You know, there's the whole thing that they're um you know, delivering vaccines or something to people who were in the blip who now don't have the support they need,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um. But the the other thing was, they make a comment about the power broker sending his guys, and that's when they they kill the other dude that we thought was the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Um, the power broker, I guess, is a is a character from the comics. I don't. I'm not familiar with him, but I think yeah. this is a big bad that we're
1: expecting. So, so. Power Broker in the comics is uh, a guy like he basically he does he experiments on, on people. Yeah. Yeah, and he, he gives people their powers. Right? Hmm. So um US agent well John Walker in the comics, he gets uh his superpowers from power broker. Oh damn. And, we should uh,
0: spoiler warning this right here. Cause I didn't know, I didn't know oh, that. So
1: spoil spoiler warning. <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah. So, uh, he powers up, um, Battlestar who is, uh, John Walker's Lamar Hoskins. Partner. If you partner.
0: didn't catch yeah. that the 50 times, he says it in the episode. Who are you? Yeah. I'm Lamar Hoskins. <laughs>
1: That was so So Nick just Nick just said that maybe Power Broker would be Ross. Um Yeah. That's what well, I was just thinking. Yeah. So Power Broker in, in the comics he is a, a a dude, he's got, you know, a name. He's, he's Curtis Jackson. Um but yeah, like you could change him into anybody that would be Ross would, would fit perfectly.
0: Curtis Jackson, where do I know that
1: name? <laughs> I think it's like 50 cents. That's 50 cents. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Chris Jackson>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. 50 cents. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, Nick, you made the comment. Maybe there were more Falcon, more Red Wings because it was the government program, but I believe there was no Red Wing on the initial packs. I think there was six of them and the, there was only one left. If I remember right in winter soldier. Um, but they didn't have the Red Wing on them. But anyway, I th- absolutely would not be surprised if Ross turned out to be the Power Broker. And double for that, I would almost expect it, John Walker's going to turn out to be working for Power Broker. So yeah. probably the Flag Smashers and John Walker probably all got their powers from Power Broker, I'm guessing.
1: So, th- so this is kind of my roundabout, is because... We know that uh we know that there's the other group. So there's like four groups we know about. One being Flag Smasher Group, mm-hmm. two being the, the the government, you know John Walker. Captain, Captain America John Walker. Okay. Um we know that there's Bat Batrock's group out there. I would assume that they're, you know, maybe not prominent, but I think that they're gonna tie in with this fourth group, the, the power broker group. I think that, Oh yeah. I think that there's going to be some crossover there between, you know, the government that's running John Walker and, uh, that's a good point. Batrock's group.
0: Yeah. I, I would expect, I don't know. I don't think that we're going to see any more Batrock, if I had to guess, I,
1: but I wouldn't be surprised, especially with only four episodes left. But at the same time, there's something about like the way that they opened the show they they're capturing or you know trying to basically kidnap this this soldier yeah and then it's like okay well falcon goes and rescues him or whatever and then they're all gone but we know that there's interest with soldiers so like either being experimented on for stuff from the power broker uh you know, in this episode, we find out about uh, Isaiah Bradley, and yeah, the past experiments. Um, you know, there's some shady stuff going on in the military. It seems like in the show, so
0: yeah, for sure. <clears throat> um, and and I want to say, spoiler warning for a couple of seconds here, but I want to say that we saw, uh, you know, set leaks when they were doing because this this show was halted for COVID. Um, so they came back, and when they came back, we got a lot of good set photos. And I want to say that, B- that Bat Rock, now that I'm thinking at it, was in some of those other photos. And they were not like flying through a cannon photos, canyon mm-hmm. photos. Um, the other thing I was going to say is, you know, um, Frank Grillo, who plays played Crossbones, has been pretty vocal like within the last couple months about how upset he was to have to come back for Endgame. Because he want he signed a deal I guess for like six movies or something and the uh-huh. only they killed him off you know after um, that opening scene in Civil War and then brought him back for Endgame for that elevator scene, uh-huh. um so he's been not particularly happy about that so I just imagine him watching this and watching George St Pierre <laughs> get
1: complete, uh, you know come
0: back over and over and like <laughs> <Right>. damn. <laughs>
1: I will say uh, I, I was a little disappointed when they killed him off <laughs> in the beginning of civil war. I never really cared about that character. So I,
0: I mean, I like him as a, an actor. He's good in the the purge movies and stuff. And he was also in that Liam Neeson movie where they uh go up on the mountain and they all start freezing to death one by one. Have you seen oh, that? With the wolves? <laughs> yeah. At the wolves. Eventually it's about wolves, but <laughs> at first it's yeah. like, <laughs> but he's, he's a good actor. I just, it, Hugo Weaving did the same kind of thing. Like, mm. it just—it's not a good shade, but it makes me laugh that you know Bat Rock continually gets to come back from the dead. The Gray, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, back to our list here. Uh, so I'm—I'm I'm really interested in seeing the Power Broker. Yeah. Before we talk about, you know, Isaiah Bradley, because that's a whole big section. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have anything interesting to say about John Walker? Like, they they continued, in my opinion, to keep him pretty neutral. They didn't make him... Even when right. he was, like, being kind of cross with Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I, I, I a still... A bit of a goo. He, I still thought, like, okay, you guys are kind of being dicks to him.
1: He's really trying. Right, right, right. And now, uh, like, yes, he's... He, He's not a bad guy. So, (laughs) in the first episode, you you see him, and everybody just instantly wants to hate him, because he's the new Captain America without, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) earning it. He's just the government's patsy, basically, right? Yeah. So you see him, and hey, we all hate him. But then, I think that this episode did a good job of showing his qualifications with, you know, he was a soldier, and he's done a lot of stuff, and... Like he's not on the same level as you know Steve yeah. Rogers stuff like that, but but it's not like he's just this bad guy like a like a, a huge douchebag. Yeah,
0: I think I think um, they they rode the line really well because I still, even though he didn't say anything that I thought was wrong, I still feel like he's yeah, you, he's hateable. You still hate him. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I
0: agree. <laughs> I I think that. I hate him more after this episode. I don't hate him at all, but I think that there's a lot more reason to dislike him after this versus the, Hey, I'm Captain America. (laughs) Right. Right. So. I, I'm sticking to my guns. My prediction is he's going to turn out to be a little bit of a fanatic, a zealot, and he's going to start doing things that are morally unacceptable.
1: Well, See, I, I don't know that I necessarily agree with that. I think that they're establishing him to be, you know, uh, somebody that's on the right side of things. Like uh, the be before the show came out, there was a lot of people online that were talking about how he's going to be kind of Homelander esque. Yeah. And I, I don't, I don't see that. Like he, he's definitely, especially if you look at comic books and stuff like that. Like he's not he's a little bit more morally ambiguous yeah but, but uh <laughs>
0: <laughs> Nick, but uh Nick disagrees with the last episode where we said he's actually a good
1: looking guy <laughs> well that's a fair point <laughs> sorry to have led you astray Nick you can, hopes up. you can see the Kurt
0: Russell in him though like he does look like Kurt Russell in my opinion
1: because he's Kurt uh, son. Right, right. He's uh, Brittany thought <laughs> Brittany thought he, he must have been like Bruce Campbell's kid, because of his chin. Oh yeah. So.
0: <laughs> We're too early for that. Maybe in Multiverse of
1: Madness. Hmm. Um. But yeah, like, uh, uh, so Nick also put that you know, the organization. He thinks that you know John Walker's not bad the organization that he's working for, so the group of the government that he's working for, and that he's an unknowing participant. And that's exactly kinda of what I was going to say as well. So we're like, we're just flip
0: flopped. So I think that he's working for the good guys, but he's a bad dude. And you think he's a good dude working for the bad guys.
1: I no. yes. Nick yes.
0: he really is Kurt Russell's son. It's true. With Goldie Hahn, I believe. Mm-hmm man i haven't i haven't spoken that name in 10 years probably um (laughs) so i almost feel bad saying this but when lamar hoskins showed up for the first time like that first scene i thought Mm -hmm. this seems very um tony stark and roadie kind of thing like mm-hmm. he seemed like a very roady character, and I was almost yeah. like put off by it. I'm like, okay, now you guys are going too far, trying to take, take away the, the the beginning of the MCU. Um, I don't know. I I think the opposite. I think Batt- Battlestar seemed Be as much. Out. Am I? I'm sorry. <clears throat> Excuse yeah. me. Let's take a let's take a collective breath here. <gasps> So I right, try again. I think that Battlestar seemed more like a jerk than John Walker did. Why do you think that? I I didn't pick up on that. Maybe it was just the acting, but I I felt like where John Walker was kind of being like, "Oh hey guys, you know I'm just here trying to do a good job. Let's be mm-hmm. friends and whatever." Battlestar was like, "Yeah." He's just trying to do a good job, man.
1: <laughs> well, uh, I mean, I think it's a, I think it's a perspective thing. So yeah, <laughs> you are on the side of you know Sam and, and Bucky. So anybody that's going in, pushing against <laughs> them, I think you're going to look at as being a, a jerk. Yeah, I, don't, I, mean, I didn't, I didn't think there was anything wrong with, with uh, him.
0: And it it sure is weird, for the record, being so, like, adamantly defensive of Falcon and Bucky, of all characters. Like, I never thought I would be this adamant that nobody touches Bucky and Falcon. If you would have asked, you know, before I saw the show, I would have said, like, yeah, go ahead, you can be Captain America. I don't want Falcon to be Captain America, and you can be his partner, Battlestar, go for it. <laughs> yeah. I'm really interested in, in like Battlestar and then we can start talking about Isaiah Bradley and Eli mm-hmm. Bradley. Um I didn't realize I guess I I knew because Goliath is also if you remember Goliath from the Ant Man movie, mm-hmm. um Oh gosh, what was it? What's that actor's name? Lawrence Fishburne? Mm-hmm. Um I didn't realize that so much, so many of the, you know, the Captain America character base was African American. So I think that's really promising going forward here. Um, but like Goliath, there's Patriot, there's like three Patriots. So another one thing that I wanted to mention was uh, in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., there's a version of Patriot who becomes the head of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, Um and he, you know, he dies in the the framework. Spoiler alert. Um, so Jeffrey Mace is not there anymore. And we kind of spend our time in that TV show trying to figure out is Jeffrey Mace, you know, a bad guy or not. Right. And he ends up being a good guy. But I um, think the next Patriot is the one that is in current uh, Marvel Comics, which is Eli Bradley, who would be the grandson of, Isaiah, Isaiah Bradley, who is also, mm-hmm. we we talked about who we thought was cast as Patriot, and it's it's the kid who answers the door. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was a late casting in the show, if I recall correctly, or at least announced late. So mm-hmm. do you think that he, we'll see more of him in this show?
1: I I hope so. I see. Okay, so... I think that uh, I I I really hope <laughs> that they do yeah. and uh, bring him bring him back so that they can discuss all this stuff. Like, it goes back to the t- conversation last week about how uh, the show can tackle racism. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, I think that that from whatever point they bring him back, so that he's able to uh you know express further his story which i mean we can get into some comic stuff and you know compare that to what's been said for the show um but basically like the government as far as the show's concerned like experimented on him gave him superpowers had him go and and you know work for them, do whatever, and then basically like, okay, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> now you're now you are done. We don't need you anymore, so let's basically hide you, right? Like in jail. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah, I was kind of confused by that. So did he actually go to jail or was he, you know, being a metaphor for being like
1: So in the comics, in the comics he, he goes to jail. So he he gets experimented on, he gets uh you know, brought in by the government to start doing special ops things. And he goes and steals like a captain America stuff. Hmm. And that's where he becomes a captain America. And then after he finishes doing some stuff, they put him in jail basically. So,
0: so that's, I mean, I don't know that all of that about Isaiah Bradley, but that's really interesting because that would mean, you know, after Cap was frozen, that there was an acting Captain America. So, mm-hmm. it's kind of so, like... Go ahead. This, uh, this episode really, like, exploded with the number of super soldiers that are, like, around. So, the mm-hmm. Flag Matchers. We've got Bucky and potentially Sam. We've got John Walker, Battlestar. We've got Isaiah and potentially Eli Bradley. It it's crazy. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, Abomination... There's the potential of Red Hulk. It's nuts, right? Um, I I hope to see more Eli Bradley, but I I honestly like that scene with his grandfather was so powerful. I would be happy if, um, you know, they let that go. I'm like, don't don't pester that guy anymore.
1: Yeah, I agree, and that's that's what Bucky seems to think like he wants to to show this hidden hidden history basically right like yeah so i mean i i get that too where we should just leave him alone but maybe that that also is why eli would show up or come back around Mm -hmm. is to be like okay well you know either my grandpa wanted to send me to tell you more stuff or you know he doesn't want to talk about this stuff but this is what's going on i'm i'm looking for some sort of retribution type of thing that's,
0: so. that's what i expect is that what you think too is that if he shows if we see eli bradley or patriot again i expect that he's gonna show up rogue um kind of like agent 13 did and we still we haven't seen her yet either but mm-hmm. kind of like she did in uh Winter Soldier, where she just randomly pops up and is like, "Hey, I'm I'm here to help too."
1: Right. So I mean, it's similar, similar kind of thing. If if they go the route of he was put in jail because he took Captain America stuff, like that's why she's on the run now too, right? So yeah, that's true. Oh, but, uh, I,
0: is she on the run?
1: Yeah, didn't they mention that? I thought they mentioned that uh, she's in hiding. I think they say that in the episode. I wasn't sure if if he meant.
0: Was it this episode? He, he does say something because he calls her Sharon. But I... Uh... So Okay,
1: so what I, I remember, because uh, Bucky suggests that they go and take the shield. Mm-hmm. And oh, Sam's, yeah. Sam's talking about, like, oh, we can't just go and take it, uh, especially because then we'd end up, like, Sharon and be on the run because that's exactly what she did. So. so, yeah,
0: I thought that he meant during that two-year time frame, that's what happened. Mm. Like, while the Avengers were on the run, too. But... Yeah, I don't know. That's interesting. Um I never really cared for her character, but I'm I'm excited to see her back like with the trailer that we saw and her kicking butt and everything. It looks really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um the other thing that I wanted to know or to mention that that fight was really awesome on top of the the uh uh trucks. Like there there was a lot admittedly that I thought didn't really make sense like Bucky jumps onto the the truck into the front opens the back the guy who's 10 feet behind him driving the second truck doesn't say a word about it he's just like oh okay
1: yeah this is normal
0: yeah (laughs) um but when uh so i think it was nick did you write this john walker isn't a super soldier he's he says he's not but
1: i i think that he is is that what you think I don't think he, well, I, I don't think he is yet.
0: That's I think he will. I think he will be. He will be. He has to be by the end of this, right? Like he's going to be super hard. Well, I, I would assume, but And Battlestar as well, like they're both. I thought they were both super strong or something, but um, maybe that's what turns them against each other. But it was cool when he's flinging the sword or the the shield around and yeah. just smashing it against people and Bucky reaches out and grabs it. And you see mm-hmm. that like split second anguish where, <laughs> uh, where he like can't, he, he tries to decide whether to give it back or not, but John Walker takes it before. That was really cool. Right. He's got like, maybe it's his face. Maybe he's like a good face actor, but he's got so many good moments like that. Like, I want to say that we talked about a moment in the last episode where he did that too. But the other moment that comes to mind is if you go back to civil war where he's being chased by black Panther and they jump onto the roof and he Mm -hmm. fights black Panther for the first time. If you pause, there's this great shot of where black Panther's claws are like missing him. And you can see Sebastian Stan's face and he's just like, so terrified, <laughs> these claws. <It's> a, <laughs> you should look it up or, or try and pause it because it's a great shot.
1: I will look it up.
0: <laughs> but I don't know that. Like moments like that, like said so much.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um. That that was a weird scene too, though, because like Falcon takes them both out of the picture, which is interesting. That uh, that shield slide that he throws it on the ground to catch Battlestar, that was really cool, too. Yeah. Uh, Nick says, we can't throw a shield like that. But in the trailers for this show, you see both Bucky and Sam throw a shield like that into the tree, practicing. So I guess we have to think, because we've seen the trailers, Sam's going to get the shield back maybe that maybe those are like the closing scenes of the show maybe that the, the maybe. show ends on falcon being captain america and you know that scene where bucky says we're not friends and he says no we'll be co-workers maybe they're the new
1: avengers maybe it's a fake out could be true maybe they just filmed a bunch of crap <laughs> um so uh, i was having a conversation with Brittany two about the show and didn't they say that this one was one of the shows that they had that they do have like additional seasons planned no the opposite this is just one oh this they, is the one they inter- specific this is the only one that i'm
0: aware of that they specifically said there will not be a sequel or if there is a sequel of this it will not be called the falcon and the winter soldier
1: because it'll be called captain america
0: <laughs> <laughs> maybe i don't know I, that was not how i took it that I, think that's
1: this was like a year ago that we heard a tale a tale of three captain americas is what it's going to be called a
0: tale of two caps yeah that's funny (laughs) um what else do we have to talk about the uh i don't know i feel like there's there's a lot more to unpack i I gotta say like i liked i love the scene where he's like i'm not black falcon i'm falcon that was really cool yeah and like just the way that he riffs on people
1: and stuff. Yeah. It's really fun to watch. It's like you get a whole new appreciation when you can actually see an actor act.
0: Right? And um I don't know, the therapy scene was was funny, I guess. And there's there's another yeah. moment, another bucky moment where he says like if Cap or if Steve was wrong about you, then he was wrong about me. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Um, jumping back to the last episode, I mean, well, I guess just to wrap up what we know about this one, they go to see Zemo at the end. We're not surprised, and there wasn't really anything special about that. We we know that it's Daniel Bruhl, so
1: um, yeah. But in the and last, we're excited. Yeah, yeah. Excited. Daniel Bruhl is awesome. I'm Zemo's I'm, great, and he's gonna have a purple mask, and he's gonna be great. And he's going to revitalize Hydra, but he's going to change it from the old Hydra. It's going to be amazing. Do you think he'll be a Baron this time? I think he's going to be a Baron. Get all the
0: Barons together.
1: <laughs>
0: um. So one thing I read on the internet, and I don't know if this is true. Per com- I don't think it's true per comics. But one, I don't. Know, maybe it'd be a. Maybe it's a spoiler, but Zemo could be using his purple mask with the lines on it to draw similarity to Thanos and just like take a jab at the, the Avengers. That's a really cool idea. To just invoke, you know, Thanos yeah. presence.
1: Yeah, I read that too. Interesting. That would you know, if he's aligning himself with the the flag, flag smasher group, that might be a thing. So we you were talking about the four
0: the four pillars of power yeah and we're we're not including falcon and bucky in that too but right the one like thing that we've heard zemo say in the trailers is i'm going to uh, um mm-hmm. i'm going to make all the superheroes go away or whatever like that um <clears throat> so i wonder if he could be like fifth or sixth group of bad guys where he wants everybody who's superpowered to be gone
1: yeah, either that or, you know, to do the same, same thing that uh, making everybody giving everybody super soldier serum, like yeah. everybody and nobody. Yeah, everybody has powers. Nobody has powers. The the Incredibles. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So. <laughs> um, thank you, Jason.
0: Oh gosh, what's his name? Jason Jason Lee Jason Lee there it is um, what I was going to say from the last episode is I, I did see a meme comparing Steve's uh, notebook that he kept with mm-hmm. Bucky's and you know Steve's has all the stuff that he's supposed to catch up on for the missing 90 years but Bucky's has the repentance list and he mm-hmm. crosses off Atwood Um I looked at the book and it has Zemo's name in it, so that's pretty interesting. I think most of the other names are like Russian names, so I'm curious on how he plans to accomplish that, but I'm wondering why he thinks he owes Zemo anything.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, from the... Well, was was that the lady's name, though, that he crossed off? Yeah, it was... Well, it was Atwood... Yeah, but if... was that was that her name? I think, I think so, I'm think not sure. Cuz I think that it's like uh, just fixing things that either he uh he exacerbated a situation, let's say, and <laughs> like put a bad person in power, like with this lady or, you know, maybe does need to apologize for yeah. something. Yeah, and...
0: L L Atwood is the senator for mm. Marvel Wiki. Yeah, interesting. Um,
1: I mean, yeah, you have a good I, point. I do still think that it's a little. I don't, I don't know why Zemo's name would be in there because, like, with. The, so, if we talk about the senator, she used the Winter Soldier to advance herself in government, right? So. Mm-hmm. What does what did Zemo get out of his whole thing? Like he he did what he wanted to. He broke up the Avengers at the time. Yeah. But beyond that, like there was some other shit that happened and they fixed all of that stuff. And Zemo's in a prison, it looks like.
0: Yeah, and it's interesting that I mean the whole takeaway from that movie was not to hold, you know, grudges like that or to to move on or forgiveness or something to that effect. So right. it would be funny, not funny, it would be sad, I guess, if Bucky uh is not keeping to that or Bucky, I guess, learned nothing. I, I mean, he didn't interact with Zemo or uh,
1: mm-hmm. Black Panther or anything like that. So one thing I want to talk about with Zemo too is, I, I mean, goes back to the beginning of the episode, we were talking about Ross possibly mm-hmm. being the power broker. But I think that... Zemo could very well pull that stuff. Off. Like, we know he's in jail, but we also know that he is this, you know, smart tactician and, and all this stuff. And we don't know what kind of stuff happened during the blip as far as was he, like, did he go away? <laughs> was he alive the entire time? There, I think he could very well be involved in in any of this stuff too. Kind of to pulling strings from lock well, up.
0: I, I would have assumed oh, yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, I don't that's it's kind of a Marvel trope that like these characters are all super cunning, powerful, and have all the connections they need, so Right. It's a very like kingpinish from the uh Defender mm-hmm. series thing to do. That's that's true. That's true. Not that it's not that he couldn't do it. Um I personally would love to see him just get out of jail and just create some plan out of thin air and, and be able to manipulate everybody like they're, they're pawns. Yeah. It'll be like, surely he's going to be a big big player in this. Like With everything else going on, I'm sure Zemo will be a big part of it. There's a lot, lot going on in this show. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. So, we've gone through, I think, the whole episode. Do you have any final thoughts?
1: Man. I just, I love it. (laughs) Me too. The episode ended, and I was just, I I turned to Brittany, and I was like, I love the show. (laughs) (laughs) This is so much, so much better than I anticipated it being. Yeah. Like.
0: Man, they literally can turn the superhero stuff into gold. Like. I'd be into it if it was garbage, but they just can't do wrong. Another thing, like, I've been previewing the episodes so that I can tell whether Addy can watch them or not. Mm -hmm. And uh, I will admit, on some of the WandaVision episodes, I was just not jazzed to have to sit through it again. But these, Mm. even being longer, I'm having a great time. Yeah. Well, um let's call it for the night. Um, hopefully if you're uh, if you're watching us here, then you can turn on Spotify and mute it and give us the plays anyway cuz we still need those plays. <laughs> we do. <laughs> we do.
1: We 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 uh we just we just crossed the 1000 download threshold. We mark. did. And that is super duper exciting for us. So we've been talking about it for a long time, like for the past couple of weeks, but I'm still just living, living on cloud nine. Cause yeah, that's <laughs> far exceeds what I thought right. we would get. So and we're not babies you.
0: anymore. You you can uh, <laughs> hold us accountable for doing a bad job. <laughs> um, if you could share, you know, the podcast or share the stream or share our tweets. Um, we really, uh, are trying to, to get this to as many listeners as possible. So like us on Twitter, Twitter is our, our home is what we're deciding. Um, yeah, but you know, like our tweets, share us, tell people that you like it. If you do, we'd love to talk to you. So this is a lot of fun being able to talk to you guys in the, in the chat. um, but also you can, you know, send us feedback, give us ratings. Yeah. The thing we say any, at, the every, at the end of every every episode.
1: Right, right. But any feedback that we could get just continues to make us work harder and do better and hopefully bring a better product for you guys that listen to us. So,
0: yeah. If you hate something about it and you don't tell us, who's fault just gonna, is that? We're going to keep doing it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, well thank you for listening and thanks guys for being here live with us and we will see you in a few days. Thank you,
1: goodbye. Hey now, I'm the Falcon and he's a winter soldier.